This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And that is driven high in the air to left, and that is going to be a bat-flipping grand slam. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome inside Eddie D. Field Stadium on the campus of Pepperdine University in Malibu, California for the start of a crucial three-game West Coast Conference Series between the BYU Cougars and the Pepperdine Waves. Two teams tied for seventh place in a conference that will send its top six teams and only six teams to the league tournament in Stockton in just three weeks' time. I'm your play-by-play broadcaster, Greg Grubel, with first pitch coming right up. Let's hear now from BYU head coach Trent Pratt in our leadoff interview presented by doTERRA doTERRA pursue what's pure and this afternoon coach Pratt talks about his team already playing playoff baseball just for the right to get into the conference tournament right now we need to win series so we can keep playing that's kind of the goal right now and so um we need to take that approach and know that hey man each one of these games is is really important right now and like they're all important but especially we kind of we know where we're at in the league standings and everything that we're and we're ready to win a series today starting today and that's what we said he goes hey everyone loves playoff baseball more than they like the regular season so let's get ready and go pitching matchup tonight we got jack going and hopefully jack a little rough start last weekend but hopefully that's just a bump in the road and they have brandon llewellyn that man just kind of a four pitch mix not an overpowering fast ball but can really pitch and we have to do a good job of like seeing a slider up and staying in the strike zone today. Contrast this game from a ballpark and a conditions standpoint from the one Tuesday at Fullerton. The balls I kind of carry here like I did at Fullerton. The wind had kind of a breeze blown out of Fullerton. It's going to be opposite here today. The, ble- the breeze is going to blow in pretty much from the ocean from center and right so the balls aren't going to carry great there. The ball will carry a little bit down the left field line but we just have to do a good job of man hopefully we hit a bunch of line drives today and not a bunch of deep fly balls because as you kind of saw batting practice yesterday, those deep fly balls don't go very far in the middle of the field. Last weekend you were at a ballpark with almost no foul territory. And this weekend, this is a ballpark with a lot of room out there to make plays in foul territory. Yeah, I feel like you're playing like an Oakland Coliseum with all the foul ground. So hopefully we know that and we communicate and guys know that man, anything, you can be real aggressive and try to go catch every single ball. Hopefully, you know, that plays to our advantage and we pop some balls off foul to stay in the park that we can make some outs on. Last few weeks, you've had some cold, windy days and nights. That will not be the case here. This will be great. No, great to come here when we know, man, it's going to be, what, 70, 75, and little ocean breeze, and, you know, it's great baseball weather. Hopefully we can go play well. Trent, thank you for the conversation, and we'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Greg. All right, and the weather update, uh, not quite 70, but to 64 degrees. Looking for a high of 70 today here in Malibu, and the breeze is coming off the ocean at around uh, 10 miles per hour from center field in. Let's pause right now for our national anthem.
right, so we are live here at Eddie D. Field Stadium in Malibu. 1,800 is the capacity. Dimensions are uh, 330 down both lines and 400 to straightaway center. And with that wind I mentioned a moment ago coming off the ocean from the west, it's blowing out to left field right now. So my vantage point is at uh, concourse level to the right of the press box here at Eddie D. Field Stadium. And so I'm just on the uh, Pepperdine side, the Pepperdine dugout side of the uh, home plate area behind home plate. Pepperdine's dugout down the first baseline. BYU down the third baseline. And we've got tons of foul territory with which to make plays as we chatted about in our pregame interview here today. All right, time now for our starting lineups, courtesy of Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. For Pepperdine, leading off and playing right field, number 10, Charles Massino. Hitting second and playing shortstop, number 6, John Peck. Hitting third, the center fielder, number 21, Connor Bradshaw. Hitting cleanup, the catcher, number 15, Ryan Johnson. Hitting fifth, the left fielder, number 11, Quint Landis. Hitting sixth, the first baseman, number 20, uh, 34, Devin Wazikowski. Hitting 7th, the DH, number 32, Nolan Lingley. Hitting 8th, the 2nd th- baseman, number 26, Cam Conley. And hitting ninth, the 3rd baseman, number 45, Greg Melhoff. Starting pitcher for the Waves, taking his final warm-up tosses is number 14, the right-hander, Brandon Llewellyn. For BYU, leading off and playing center field, number 5, Ozzie Pratt. Hitting 2nd and playing shortstop, number 2, Brock Watkins. Hitting 3rd and playing center field, number 6, Mitch McIntyre. Hitting cleanup, the right fielder and BYU's RBI leader, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Hitting fifth and DHing once again, number 22, Cole Gamble. Hitting sixth, the third baseman, number 25, Austin Deming. Hitting seventh, the first baseman, number 16, Jacob Rogers. Hitting eighth, the left fielder, number 17, Josh Cowden. Catching. And hitting ninth, number 18, Colin Reuter. And BYU's pitcher, we'll see him shortly, is number 21, Jack Sterner. And we're ready to get this one underway. Ozzy Pratt, left-handed bat to face the righty, Brandon Llewellyn. Let's play ball here at Pepperdine. First of three. And it kind of has the vibe of a... uh, a win and you're in type feeling in terms of who gets to go or has a chance to go to Stockton here in three weeks. The winner of this series in much better shape, and that'll be a grounder. Slow roll up the middle, handled by the shortstop, the fire high to first, but that'll be a 6-3 ground out as collecting on the slow roller up the middle was Peck, and he fires to Walzakowski, one gone for BYU in the top of the first. Yeah, the loser of this series will be most likely sitting in a seventh place position, possibly eighth and having to make up two positions over the final uh, two weekends of conference play. All right, so Brock Watkins will dig in. Llewellyn full windup, and that's laced opposite field, well out of play. There's construction happening down the first base line and in the outfield from right center to the right field corner as they're undergoing athletic renovations here and uh, a lot of dirt being dug up around this park these days. That's low and away, one and one the count to Brock Watkins. Ozzie Pratt began the game, grounding out to shortstop. The 6-3 ground out giving us one out here in the top of the first. A sunny, breezy day here on the California coast. Llewellyn kicks and fires. And that's a chopper. Be tough to handle and is mishandled by the pitcher. By the time the third baseman Melhoff gets to it, Mitch McIntyre is already down the line with an infield single. So that was a uh, high hard chopper right in front of the mound and over the mound. And as Llewellyn tried to field it, it bounced off his glove. And by then, nothing the third baseman Melhoff could do with it. But watch McIntyre race to first base. And so Mitch, uh, Baker Pride and Brock Watkins race to first base. And so Brock with the infield hit, BYU's hits leader, now brings Mitch McIntyre to the plate. 
So Watkins with the infield single. McIntyre now hits with one out. And that's hit in the air. The left field, high pop fly. And the left fielder, Quint Landis, settles it into his leather. Two gone for BYU. Mitch McIntyre retired, only fly out to left. Brock Watkins holds at now first. For the Cougars, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. So with one out, it was Brock Watkins with the infield single. Mitch McIntyre just flying out, bringing Sapiti to the plate. So one on and two out for BYU here in the top of the first. Brandon Llewellyn was the Thursday starter for Pepperdine in last year's series at Miller Park. Pepperdine won that opener and then lost the last two. And that's called strike. Off speed at 77 from Llewellyn. Four-pitch mix for Llewellyn. A fastball in the high 80s, touching 90. Curve in the low 70s. Slider in the high 70s to low 80s. And a changeup in that same vicinity. The 0-1, two out, one on. Watkins takes his lead. That'll be outside and near the dirt. Handled by Ryan Johnson low, and it'll be one and one. Ryan Sapiti, 35 RBIs to pace BYU. He's a 260 hitter with two out. 288 on the year overall. A check back of Watkins, who dives back head first. Natural grass surface here in Malibu. And again, compared to Benedetti Diamond in San Francisco, where everything was surrounded by netting and there was almost no foul territory in which to make a play, just loads of space here to make a play outside the paint. That's two straight balls delivered by Llewellyn, two balls and a strike to Ryan Sapiti. Ryan coming in on a six-game hit streak. BYU in the all-grays today. Navy caps. And the block Cougars across the chest in a straight line. Two balls and a strike, two out, one on. We're in the top of the first here at Pepperdine. Brock Watkins infield single to reach. That's laced into center field. Bounces beneath the center fielder's glove. He keeps it in front of him, but it'll advance Watkins to third. So a looping, half looping slicer to center. And the center fielder Bradshaw raced in a little late off the jump and saw it sneak under his glove. And so now the Cougars have runners at the corners with two out for Cole Gamble. And Cole Gamble's been doing nothing but producing since coming back from his foot injury. He's only DHing still, but just still finds a way to get the job done. So Brock Watkins goes first to third on that two-out flare by Sapiti. And of course, uh, even though it was a short hit, with two out, Brock was on the run and finds himself 90 feet away from scoring BYU's first run. If Cole Campbell can find a way to bring him in. Cole on a five-game hit streak. Left-handed bat. Now time is called. Something on the plate they want to take care of. Rob Hansen, by the way, is the home plate umpire. Brandon Butler at first. Tyler Schmidt at second. Steven Fritzoni is your third place umpire. That's our crew for the weekend. Those gentlemen will rotate and split responsibilities throughout the weekend. All right, here we go. Empty count. Two out, two on for BYU. Top of the first. Cole Gamble digs in and takes just around the kneecaps. A called strike. Fastball at 87. So 0-1 to Gamble. Ryan Sapiti on first. Watkins on third. Watkins had a one-out infield single. And then Sapiti a two-out. Flair to center. 
And that is opposite field and just foul. About five yards down the third base line. So Cole finds himself behind 0-2 here in the top of the first inning. And the Cougs have gotten off well in early innings. BYU scored 61 runs in the first two innings. They've outscored the opposition by 18 in the first two frames this year. 61 to 43, the current margin, the 0-2. And that'll be a through the right side single for Cole Gamble. His hit streak will extend. And it'll bring home Brock Watkins with BYU's first run. So Cole Gamble, his hit streak now to six, his reach base streak now to 11. And for Cole, that is RBI number 22 on the year. Despite missing 19 games this year, he's still one of BYU's top run producers. Cole Gamble with the RBI single to right. And Brock Watkins trots home from third with run number one. Ryan Sapiti stops at second. Now first and second with two out for Austin Deming. One of BYU's hottest hitters in a good spot right here. He'll take high for ball one. So the Cougs have three hits here in the top of the first. Infield hit by Watkins, then Sapiti and Gamble with back-to-back -back singles, the latter of which scores the Cougs' first run. Brock Watkins coming in with his 25th run. Deming hits it to center field, and it's handled there by Connor Bradshaw. And that will end it for BYU. But the Cougs do get a run across. One run on three hits. There were no errors. There were two left on. We go bottom of the first. BYU one, Pepperdine no score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the first inning here at Pepperdine. BYU out to a 1-0 lead. BYU this year, 14-7 when they score first, as they have done here today. Not that Pepperdine needs to score first to win, but when they do, they almost always do win. Pepperdine's 14-1 when they score first, but they'll play catch-up here today. They're 6-18 when the opponent crosses the plate first, and that's what BYU's done on the top of the first on three hits. It's BYU 1, Pepperdine no score, bottom one, and leading off for the Waves, the left-handed hitting right fielder, number 10, Charles Massino, facing Jack Sterner. Jack kicks and fires. That'll be 90 miles an hour just above the zone for ball one. Messino swings and misses to even the count. That was Jack hitting the accelerator to 92. That's inside and dribbles away from catcher Colin Reuter for ball two, two and one to Messino. Last year had four hits in the Pepperdine series at Miller Park. Was playing left field then. He's the right fielder today. Foul back out of play. Gave you the BYU uniform combo on the top of the first. BYU in the all grays today. Pepperdine's the uh, white pinstripes. White jerseys and pants. Navy blue pinstripes. A navy and gray combo cap. And the word waves across the chest. Fouled back again. Two and two. Wind blowing off the coast. From right field to left. It's the flags the left field corner are extended that way. Wind blowing out to left here at Pepperdine. That'll be high for ball three. The count is full to the Waves leadoff batter, Charles Messino. Jack Sterner coming in four and three on the year, a 2.77 ERA. BYU's leader in innings pitched, 61 and two-thirds coming into today. 
That's popped up. Will be out of play and near the cages down the left field line. BYU's dugout down that line, third base left field line. Batting cages beyond the BYU dugout, past an equipment area. And then down the right field line, with all the construction, there's uh, nothing in the way of activity other than the in-diamond bullpen. And that'll be low for ball four. And Jack Sterner walks the first battery faces today. Yeah, the bullpens are within the playing confines. They're not in a separate cordoned off area. They're just down the right field line for Pepperdine, down the left field line for BYU. But in play when it comes to foul balls. Lee batters on him to Sino. Bring up John Peck at the shortstop. Right-handed hitting John Peck. Sterner, the righty on the hill from the stretch. Delivers low and away for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Messino on first base. Messino had four hits in Provo last year, and Peck had four hits in Provo last year. Two of them were solo shots. Two solo home runs for Peck in Provo as the Kooks took two of three last year. And that'll be a base hit. Laced to right, backhanded by Sapiti, holding at second and getting back is Messino. So first and second, no one out for Pepperdine. You're in the bottom of the first inning. BYU broke on top with three hits and one run on the top of the first. And now the waves have something percolating here in the bottom of the inning. First two batters aboard, a base on balls to Messino, and a base hit to right for Peck. And so Connor Bradshaw, left-handed bat, will now hit. Coach Rick Hurtensteiner is starting just two lefties in the lineup. Messino and... Bradshaw, the two left-handed hitters. BYU's got four, Pratt, McIntyre, Gamble, and Cowden to face the righty Llewellyn. Bradshaw waits the first offering from Sterner, first and second. And that's sliced off the roof of the batting cages and bouncing onto the hillside down the left field line, left field line 0-1. BYU picked second in the WCC preseason. Pepperdine picked fifth. And both teams find themselves tied for seventh, just scraping to get to Stockton here in three weeks. Big weekend in that respect. The 0-1. And that's just foul. Striped down the third baseline on the ground. The worm burner for two strikes, 0-2. Messino on second, Peck on first. A walk to Messino and a single by Peck. First and second, no one out for the Waves here in the bottom of the first. Cougs up one nothing. That's high from Jack for ball one. One ball, two strikes to Peck, uh, to Bradshaw, beg your pardon. Connor Bradshaw, the center fielder on a six-game hit streak. Bradshaw hitting 239 with runners in scoring position, 30 points lower than his season average. He hangs that bat over his left shoulder, drops it down his back as he awaits the one-two. That'll be high and outside, ball two. The count is even. Jack Sterner, jersey number 21 for the Cougs. His battery mate is Colin Reuter. Leading on second is Messino, Peck on first. 
Jack from the stretch. Looks back at second, kicks and comes plateward. And that's golfed foul down the first baseline, well back out of play. Two and two. Last time BYU will play here, this weekend at least, as a WCC member. All of these away series in league this year are the final times the Cougs will visit as a conference member. Sterner from the stretch, the 2-2. And that is lifted in the air to right and caught by Sapiti, tagging from second to third is Messino. Now it's runners on the corners, first out. So the flyout by Bradshaw advances Messino to third. Now batting for the way. And Ryan Number Johnson will now hit. Ryan Johnson. So one out and runners on the corners for the Waves. Pepperdine producing runs at a 6.08 clip when they get a runner on third and less than two out. And the Waves have a runner on third and less than two out. It's first and third and one out for Pepperdine, trailing one nothing here in the bottom of the first. Again, 6.08 is the RBI rate in this situation. And they've got Ryan Johnson, the man they want, at the plate. First in runs, home runs, total bases, and RBI for the Waves. That's a breaking ball outside for ball one. That curve from uh, Sterner missing out way. One ball and no strikes to Ryan Johnson. First and third for the Waves, bottom of the first. They'll check back to first, a throw over with Peck diving back. So Charles Messino, with his leadoff walk, finds himself on third. And Peck, after a single, held firm on the flyout by Bradshaw to Sapiti for the first out of the bottom of the first. So first and third for Pepperdine. And 1-0 the count to Ryan Johnson. Sterner comes set. Curveball settles in for strike one. So Sterner's bender at 72 evens the count. And a ball and a strike. 341 is Ryan Johnson's average with runners in scoring position, and he's got one at third here in the bottom of the first. Sterner from the stretch. Mmm, that's a tough take. It's a good pitch. It's kneecaps just on the outside edge for strike two, one and two. BYU one, Pepperdine no score. Pepperdine first and third, one out here in the bottom of the first. And that's fouled back over the screen out of play. Count will stay one and two. To the Waves catcher, Ryan Johnson. Last year, uh, playing at BYU, he saw action in both right field and catcher. Had three hits in the series last year in Provo. Three for 12 with a run and a walk for Johnson. Ryan Johnson reaffixes the batting helmet. Shakes the shoulders and settles in to await the 1-2 from Jack Sterner. Righty v. Righty. Ruder setting up outside. Jack kicks and fires. That's chopper foul. Just beyond the BYU dugout, Jacob Wilk. Who's off his sick bed and with the team today. Didn't feel well the last couple of days and was not put in the uh, lineup today. But good to see him out with the boys. Could mean he sees action on the weekend, Friday or Friday or Saturday. 
under the weather, but feeling better is Jacob Wilk. A throw over to first. And a puff of dust as John Peck dives back ahead of the throw. Jacob Rogers manning first for BYU today in the absence of Jacob Wilk. One ball, two strikes, one out, two on. We're bottom one here in Pepperdine. Ryan Johnson facing Jack Sterner. Jack from the stretch, and that's high four, ball two. A good layoff by Johnson, evening the count. BYU coming in 24 and 18 on the year. Pepperdine 20 and 19. But more importantly, both teams 8 and 10 in the West Coast Conference and tied for seventh in the standings. Separation weekend for these two teams. Mm, that's away, and laying off is Johnson. Thought about it, took the barrel off the shoulder, but held back on the outside pitch at 82. And slider away from Sterner. And we've got a full count. Three balls, two strikes, one out. The 3-2 from Sterner. And that is ball four. And the bases are loaded with one gone. Pepperdine has had zero bases loaded at-bats in six of their last seven games. And they get a bases loaded at-bat in the first inning of this game. Pepperdine on the year. 295 is the team average with the sacks stacked. They're 13 for 44 with the base load, but not a lot of bases loaded opportunities. Just 44 in now 40 games for Pepperdine. Strike one delivered in from Sterner on the take by Quint Landis. So Johnson walks. It was a walk, a single, a fly out, another walk, loading the bases for Pepperdine here in the bottom of the first, and one out. Rogers playing in front of the runner at first. The kick and fire from Sterner, and that's a foul back to the screen. But more importantly, an 0-2 count as Quint Landis is behind no balls and two strikes. Landis hitting 333 with bases loaded this season. One for three with the sack stacked. The 0-2 from Sterner. Miss it on the outside edge. Fastball outside at 93. It's called ball. Not a true chase pitch. It was a little more appetizing than a throwaway. That's one and two. The count, one out. Bases loaded for Pepperdine. Bottom one. BYU's up one, nothing. Jack kicks and fires, and that's high for ball two. Two balls and two strikes. So he gets ahead 0-2. And, and now two straight balls to Landis. Two balls, two strikes. Quint Landis, the left fielder with hits in seven of his last 10 games coming in two today. The 2-2, and it's a backwards K. Catching the high outside corner. Quinn Landis is caught looking. That's a huge out for BYU and creates two out. Bases remain loaded for Devin Walczykowski. 34, Devin Walczykowski. The first K of the day for either team comes from Jack Sterner in a high leverage, very crucial situation. Bases loaded, one out here in the bottom of the first. And Jack creates out number two with the backward K on Quint Landis. Devin Walczykowski, the first baseman, now hits with the bases loaded. Right-handed bat facing righty on the mound in Sterner. 
Jack winds up and delivers. Sets off speed in the dirt. Blocked by Reuter for ball one. So Jack just threw his 30th pitch of the first inning. Coming off a career-high 104 pitch outing last weekend at San Francisco. That's fouled to the top of the screen, one and one. Pepperdine 11 and eight in games played here at home. BYU 12 and nine in true away games. Cougs averaging six runs a game. Pepperdine closer to five. One nothing BYU. Bottom one, Cougs looking to get out of this jam. And that's a piped in strike. A called strike on the take. One and two on the fastball low. So BYU found itself bases loaded, one out. And Jack is now one strike away from getting the Cougars out of this jam with no runs across. Bases loaded, one ball, two strikes, and two out. Sterner. Kick, fire, and outside, another backward K. Caught looking. Barrel on the shoulder for the last two batters in the bottom of the first, and BYU gets out of that jam. No runs across. BYU won. Pepperdine, no score is our score after one. For the Waves, no runs on one hit. There were no errors, and three were left on. We go to the top of the second. BYU won. Pepperdine, zero on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU first baseman Jacob Rogers leads off the second inning and grounds foul to third base for strike one against Brandon Llewellyn. BYU with three hits, scored one in the top of the first, and then Pepperdine with one hit and two bases on balls, loaded the bases with one out. It back-to-back strikeouts for Jack Sterner, both caught looking were Landis and Walsikowski, and BYU gets out of the first, no damage done by Pepperdine, one nothing, top two. That's in the air to left field. And an easy catch made there by Quint Landis. Jacob Rogers is retired. Josh Cowden will now hit BYU's left fielder. Number 17, Joshua Cowden. Josh getting his sixth left field start. Hitting it well lately. Four for his last 12. A run on a couple of RBI in that span. One out, base is clear for Josh. Left-handed bat, he takes away for ball one. Fastball missing outside at 86 from Llewellyn. Brandon Llewellyn, 6'2", 155. Be a lanky sophomore. And Cowden stripes that right into the glove of the first baseman, Walzakowski. So a line out first, and Devin Walzakowski snaps the leather shut, and two are gone for BYU in the top of the second. Colin Ruder will now hit. Now batting for the Cougars, number 18, Colin Ruder. So Colin, while at the same time being 0 for his last 11, has an eight-game streak of reaching base. That's taken at the kneecaps for strike one. Yeah, in that 0 for 11, he's got three bases on balls and a hit by pitch. And before that 0 for 11 stint, he was hitting it really well. So you add that all together, you get an eight-game streak of getting on base. There's a swing and a miss, waving his rooter at the off-speed offering. Change coming in at 80 from Llewellyn, and it's 0-2 to Reuter. Cougs brought six to the plate in the first. Reuter the third batter of the second. And takes low. Barrel came off the shoulder. They appealed the first, but no. 
So one ball, two strikes to Reuter with two out and no one on here in the top of the second inning at Pepperdine's Eddie D. Field Stadium. Capacity 1,800. The full windup from Llewellyn and the breaking ball is a call strike. That'll be it for BYU 1-2-3 in the top of the second. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. We go bottom two, BYU 1, Pepperdine nothing on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the second, and Nolan Lingley, Pepperdine DH, leading off against Jack Sterner. And Jack coaxes a swing and a miss from Lingley, 0-1. Low and away, 1-1. One and one. Slider missing outside. Fastball again, low and outside, 92 on the miss. Two balls and a strike from Sterner. The righty bat against the righty on the hill. Late to it and just fouling it on the ground off the screen near the Pepperdine dugout, which is located down the first baseline. Strike two, two balls, two strikes to Lingley. BYU one, Pepperdine no score. We're bottom two. Jack Sterner had a 33-pitch first inning. And then a pretty quick break as BYU went 1-2-3 in the top of the second. A couple shakeoffs from Sterner. Now he kicks and fires. And that's lifted in the air to right. Short right. Sapiti coming in. Rogers going back. And Rogers makes the play in foul territory. Nice catch. Running away from the bag and into foul territory. Jacob Rogers records the first out here in the bottom of the second. Well done. So Lingley is retired on the pop-up to first, but not a standard pop-up to first base. Rogers had a lot of room to cover. Made a nice over-the-shoulder catch. Jack Sterner facing Cam Conley now, the eight-hitter. Just a little high. Fastball missing at 92. Conley, the second baseman. On a five-game hit streak coming into today. Pepperdine down one nothing. That's a healthy hack. And a miss for strike one. One and one to Cam Conley. Greg Melhoff is on deck. Both teams brought six batters to the plate in the first inning. Cooks got one run out of their six. And Pepperdine did not plate a runner despite loading the bases with one out. Jack Sterner got out of it himself with back-to-back backwards Ks. Caught-looking strikeouts of Landis and Walzakowski to end the threat for the Waves. One ball, two strikes. Full windup from Jack. That stays high for ball two. The 2-2 from Sterner. That's in the dirt. Count is full. There was some thought that this game might get pushed back a half hour to 4.30 Mountain, 3.30 Pacific because we were stuck in Malibu Canyon for quite a while on the way with a, a closure as Jack misses high and inside and puts a one-out walk aboard. Cam Conley reaches on the base on balls. Now batting for the way, number 45, Greg Melhoff. So Melhoff will now hit. We left the hotel at our standard, you know, well ahead of time schedule and uh, first off the entry to the freeway was closed so we had to do some circles to get out of the freeway and then when we heard Malibu Canyon was closed that was a rather lengthier delay and ultimately got through and later than expected but 
Made it to the park to keep the time at three. Pepperdine was offering to move it to 3.30, but Trent Pratt said, now we're good for three. But it was no on-field batting practice and a, a more abbreviated buildup. Ball one delivered to Melhoff. One ball, no strikes. That's a breaking ball in top of the zone for strike one. One ball, one strike to Melhoff. Just catching the outside corner away from the left-handed hitting Melhoff. The third lefty bat in the lineup. Mentioned two earlier, Melhoff, the third. And he'll ground that foul down the first, bay, uh, first base line. One ball, two strikes. So it's a one-out walk to Conley, and he's on first with Melhoff now hitting at out of the nine hole. Yes, yeah, so we spent a long time on the bus and just stopped in Malibu Canyon and hoping it would get us open and through because there weren't a lot of options coming to Malibu. The bus that size. All's well. That's opposite field, slicing toward the left field line and not able to make the catch in the expansive foul territory is Josh Cowden, who laid out for that. That was slicing away from him, a good 20, 25 yards into foul territory down that left field line. And uh, Josh gave it a go. Ends up being a long strike, one and two the count, with one out and one on. We're in the bottom of the second here at Pepperdine. So three o'clock first pitch today and tomorrow, and then one o'clock on Saturday, those are Pacific time. So four, four, and two mountain time. With you all three days on the radio, good to have you with us. The one, two. That's again, lifted foul down the third baseline. Off the roof, clank. And we stay one and two. A cloudless Thursday afternoon here in Malibu. Not terribly warm, just uh, mid-60s, mid mid to high 60s. And the breeze cools off things a little bit. But with a view of the palm trees and the ocean from where I'm sitting, nary a complaint. One, two. High for ball two. Yeah, there will be warmer days here, but uh, certainly pleasant. It's all shirt sleeve weather, and anybody in the sunshine is enjoying it. Getting a tan or the start of a burn. And I'm under my canopy, somewhat shaded, a little cooler where I'm standing. The 2-2. That's well away. Full count. And Jack's gone full to a few hitters. He's about to make his 50th pitch in just the second inning of work. So uh, Jack's pitch count's getting run up. These have not, not been easy innings through one and two yet. No one across for the Waves. BYU won, Pepperdine no score. Just one hit through all this time for Pepperdine. That'll be fouled to the backstop. Three and two. We stay full. Jack Stern with a whip of 1.26 coming in two today. A strikeout to walk ratio of nearly four at 3.67. The right-handed starter, Sterner, prepares to offer the 3-2 in the direction of Greg Melhoff. Melhoff will lift in the air to left field. Josh Cowden coming in, stopping, and then restarting in a step or two to make the catch in left for two out. So Melhoff retired on the fly out to Cowden. And top of the order, Charles Messino. Number 10, Charles Messino. Messino led off the game for Pepperdine with a walk, was stranded at third. He was part of that bases loaded inning ending situation. The Waves got to bases loaded one out, and it was strikeout, strikeout by Sterner. 
to end it and keep the Waves scoreless in the first. And that's golfed into center. One hopper to McIntyre. It's two out single. And first and second. So Messino's reached base in both plate appearances. Messino on first. Conley goes to second on the base hit up the middle. And John Peck, who singled in the first, he has the Waves lone hit. Or he had their lone hit until that single seconds ago from Messino. John Peck will now hit with a runner in scoring position. Peck hitting a good number, 385 with runners in scoring position, topping his season average of 370. Empty count, two out, two on. And that's in the dirt. It's spiked to Reuter, who bounces out of his crouch and corrals it. Ball one. The lone WCC game today is this one. Three more WCC series start tomorrow. Idle this weekend are Gonzaga and LMU. Gonzaga leading the West Coast Conference. LMU in third. And out in front of that change. Swinging and missing is Peck for strike one. One and one. A lot of room behind home plate to the screen and a lot of room down both first and third base lines in foul territory. Lots of space to make plays. And that's grooved in for strike two. A take by Peck on a pretty appetizing pitch. Fastball down the shooter, 91, and Peck laid off for called strike two. We'll see if Jack Sterner can end the second as he did the first with a K to end the threat. First and second for the Waves, two out. The 1-2 count and the 1-0 lead for BYU. Bottom two. Sterner from the stretch. Peck waggles the bat, and that'll be again in the dirt bounced to Reuter. As that breaking ball hit the dirt in front of the Cougar catcher, count goes to 2-2. Two and two. So Jack Sterner is averaging you know, about 30 pitches an inning here through the first and second. Having to do a lot of work to take care of business. But the Cougs still a 1-0 lead. And that is another strikeout, the first swinging K of the day for Sterner. And for Pepperdine, it's no runs on a hit, no errors, and two left on. We go top of the third, BYU 1, Pepperdine no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ozzie Pratt tried to bunt himself aboard here in the top of the third, but is retired on the 1-3 ground out. Brandon Llewellyn handling his position well, fielding the bunt from Pratt and throwing him out at first. So Ozzie's 0 for 2 on a 6-3 and a 1-3 pair of ground outs. Brock Watkins now hits. With one out in the top of the third, BYU up 1-0 on Pepperdine. A swing and a miss from Watkins, who singled and scored the Cougs' lone run in the first. It was a one-out single for Watkins, infield single. And then Cole Gamble brought him home with a two-out single to right. The 0-1 to Watkins. Curveball, swing and a miss for strike two. 77-mile-per-hour bender from Llewellyn. 0-2, Watkins behind.
and that is a three-pitch strikeout. A swing and a miss for Brock, and two quickly gone for BYU in the top of the third. Mitch McIntyre now hits for the Cougs. For the Cougars, number six, Mitch McIntyre. Mitch flew out to left in the first. Looking to extend his reach to base streak to 12 games. Mitch faced Llewellyn last year and had a single and a homer off of him in Provo. High and away, fastball missing at 87 for ball one. Mitch McIntyre leads BYU in on-base percentage, among other categories. Llewellyn rocks and fires. And again, an outside miss. Two balls, no strikes to BYU center fielder. Left-handed hitting Mitch McIntyre, facing the righty Brandon Llewellyn. Llewellyn's long outing this year, eight innings. He's into his third inning of work. His high pitch count, 101. And that'll be grounded to the first baseman, Walzikowski. He'll scoop it up and run it himself to the bag, and it's 1-2-3 for BYU on offense in the top of the third. We go bottom two for BYU. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. Cougs one, waves zero. Bottom three next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Center fielder Connor Bradshaw leads off the bottom of the third for Pepperdine. Waves trail the Cougs, one nothing. Bradshaw flew out to right in the first. He bats now in the third. Jack Sterner delivers ball one. And now strike one on a swing and a miss to Connor Bradshaw. Bradshaw's only action last year against BYU in Provo came as a pinch hitter. It's in the dirt for ball two, two and one to Bradshaw. Bradshaw, one of two Pepperdine Waves to have started all 39 games played so far this year. Ryan Johnson, the other. And Bradshaw hits that in the air to center field, but right at Mitch McIntyre. Makes the catch and one out for BU for Pepperdine here in the bottom of the third. So Bradshaw, the pair of flyouts to right and to center. Ryan Johnson will now hit. He reached with a base on balls in the first. And that loaded the bases for Pepperdine with only one out. But they got no one across as Jack Sterner got Landis and Walsikowski looking to end the inning. Jack got himself out of a jam. See if he can make this a more economical inning as he's sitting at now 64 pitches. About 30 per inning in innings one and two. That's strike one taken by Johnson. Off speed, out in front of it, swing and a miss for strike two. Jack ahead, settling in is Jack Sterner. One out here in the bottom of the third inning. BYU one, Pepperdine zero. Ryan Johnson stepping out to reset. He hits net with the bases empty and one gone. Quint Landis is on deck. He'll be fouled to the screen. Count remains, no balls and two strikes. Johnson's reach to base streak is now seven games with his base on balls in the first. He's 0-2 on this count. Grounder stabbed by Deming. Pops up with it and fires to first. What a play. Austin Deming sliding into the dirt to make that snag and then pops up and guns to Rogers. A 5-3 ground out for Ryan Johnson, but an excellent play made by Deming. 
Made a hard play look easy. Austin Deming at the hot corner. So two gone for Quint Landis. Cougs played an error-free game Tuesday night at Fullerton in winning 10-5. And that was a 5-3 with an asterisk there by Deming. Sliding into the dirt to snare that grounder and firing a bullet to Rogers. And that'll be hot cornered, but foul. Two balls and a strike to Landis. Quentin Landis getting his 20th start in the outfield today, playing left field. He struck out looking in the first. The first of two caught looking victims with the bases loaded to get BYU out of that snag in the first inning. The 2-1. That's again fouled and again down the third base line. Third base coach for Pepperdine's Danny Worth. Max Feske at first. BYU's third base coach Brent Herring. Noah Hill at first. Trent Pratt, the head coach for BYU, and Rick Hertensteiner, the skipper for the Waves, the 2-2. Two -two. That's outside for ball three. Three balls, two strikes, and two out. It's probably the fourth full count Sterner's gotten to, fourth or fifth full count he's gotten to here in the first three innings. He's at 70-plus pitches. That's a fly to center. Mitch McIntyre, 10 yards to his right, hauls it in. And no problem there. So one, two, three, four, Pepperdine at bat in the third. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. We go top four. BYU one, Pepperdine, no score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.